From what's on to what matters, it's Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Welcome back to the program. You're with Tracy Mack. It's 25 minutes past nine. Now, if I, uh, if I mentioned these two names to you, if I said Scott Bevan and Barry Shepherd have come together, what does your mind conjure? For me, ABC, obviously it conjures, uh, well, from, to be honest, it, it, uh, it conjures Scott Bevan reporting from Russia. And for, uh, for Barry Shepherd, it conjures Dave from Bow Repairs. But, of course, there's much, much more to these two beautiful gentlemen than that. They join me in the studio now. Good morning, gents. How are you? Good morning, Tracy. Yeah, Tracy. Very good. Thank you. That's good. Now, uh, how does that feel when I say things like that? I mean, how long has that been since you were in Russia? Twelve years. Twelve years. Since I came home. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. It really is. It's amazing, isn't it? Twelve years. Uh How does it feel watching it now? I mean, obviously, you spent a lot of time travelling around the place over there in Russia. How does it feel watching what's going on in the Ukraine at the moment? In so much ways it feels like so much history has passed and yet it also feels at the same time like history is repeating. In my time over there, there were incursions by the Russian administration into Georgia. And then, of course, there was that push into Ukraine and now we're seeing it all over again. It must just be horrible to, to just watch that and witness it and to see the destruction of history over there in the Ukraine. That's... Uh, yeah, I mean, for a country that's that's you know two hundred years old with European settlement, you know, it's it's just it's heartbreaking to see all of that that uh, history just be lost. And I can't imagine being there, living there through that. It's uh, been riven right through through so much of its mm. recent history with such challenges like that. And here it is again. It's mm. so tough on the people. It um it must make you pleased. <laughs> well, number one, you're not there anymore. But uh, it really is a negative side, isn't it? I mean, you and I have these discussions many times about you know journalism and and yeah. presenting from world uh, you know world torn places. We had the 20th anniversary of Bali yesterday, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's you sit there and you think, wow, you know, it, it's nice to just sit here in Newcastle and not have to deal with all of that stuff again. We are very fortunate where we live. However, we shouldn't lose sight of this sort of thing going on and think, well, we're splendidly isolated from all of that. Um, you know, We are absolutely on, not. Yeah, yeah. We, we see that. Look at our petrol prices indirectly. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can trace mm-hmm. that back to Ukraine in one respect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Baz, how are you, my friend? Oh, pretty good, thanks. I'm I'm sort of, you know, uh, talking about sort of things a while ago. Uh, Yeah, when I first arrived um, in the area, in the Hunter, uh, living at Dungog, um, I did a few productions with Newcastle Theatre Company. And the last one of those was Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. And it, in part, utilises Hamlet that Shakespeare wrote. And you actually even see some scenes. Well, here we are. Oh, I'm not even going to add it. How many? Thirty years? Or, uh, <laughs> anyway, we weren't, um, we weren't allowed uh, to say uh, the years. No, I thought, yeah, no. I anyway, we but but here I am. I'm back at Newcastle Theatre Company and uh, doing uh, Scott's play or performing in Scott's play, and uh, it also touches on Hamlet. So, oh, I don't know, cycles of life. Um, you know, mm. sort of in a sense back on the same stage doing something that touches on Hamlet and yeah it and and, or, and back treading the boards I haven't done that for three or four years um, and it feels really good so yeah um, and it's a great play great play that Scott's created and I'm really enjoying that it was really interesting when you walked in the first thing you did was say wow this is the old gym mm. I, I did some training in here <laughs> yes yes that was a cult. it's hard to believe when you look at him isn't it really it? is yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well I haven't done any training for a little while but um but yeah uh, another name perhaps 
locals will recognise, Carl Caulfield. Um, I said to Carl years back, write me a play, Carl. Anyway, he didn't write one play, he wrote three. Um, oh, he's such uh, an underachiever, isn't he? He is, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that was a, a night of sh- uh, plays that I did, and one of those was about a boxer. And, and it was all about sort of men and their relationships with, with women um, in, in different sort of degrees of good and bad. But, um, yeah. So we the, can watch you do some sparring oh, for all yeah, time. So yeah, well, that'll be fun. I well, we I actually, yeah. I actually um, yeah, created in that, well, Carl and I created a sequence where, you know, my character had a fight. So I had to, you know, it was just me. Um, it was a one-person one one show. Anyway, that was that was fun, timing it to some sound effects. To fight and, yourself. And getting knocked out. Yeah. By yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, yeah but, uh, yeah, so here, this this building, uh, uh, all these cycles and circles. It and is. It's, yeah. It's um, quite incredible, isn't it? And yeah. uh, I think that, well, many years out at uh, Lake Macquarie, you used mm. to play Santa Claus I, for me when I, I did. I, in a previous oh, the, life. The children aren't listening oh, no, to no, this no, 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 you were Santa's helper anyway. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh no, I, I, I haven't done that for a couple of years now. But yeah, I've still, I've still got you the cosy, still got the cosy. Yeah, still got the suit and the, and the, and, and the headgear. But uh, yeah, you don't no. need the headgear or the beard these well, days. Well, that's right. Yeah, I've actually, yeah, have got fairly long hair. Not, a, <laughs> not all that my own, which is not surprising <laughs> at my age either. But, you're uh, allowed. You're yeah. allowed. Yeah. Now, uh, the reason why I do have you, uh, you both in here today mm. is, mm. Uh, is your fantastic. New play, Scott. Mm. The rest mm. is silence. Now it is. It's a very deep. It's a very dark story, but told with a great deal of humour. And tell me, where did this come from? Where? How long did it take you to to bring this play to life? Approaching fifty, Trace. That's what did it. I blame everything for approaching fifty. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm twelve months off that. Please stop saying uh, that. It's okay. Well, look. I have this theory, having watched it, having gone through this and watched uh, male friends go through it, there is no doubt that women are way more emotionally intelligent than men. And the case in point is how we approach our 50th birthdays and how we behave (laughs) in our approach to our 50th birthdays. Well, at least in my case, something creative came out of that existential crisis, uh, this play, along with uh, uh, recording music. But... um, it was approaching 50 and approaching mm. that sense of mortality. And I did ask myself if you could control the writing of your eulogy, if you could write your own eulogy, mm. what would you say? So that was the jumping off point mm. for this journey. And the interesting thing is that as I wrote it, the whole time the lead character, this older fellow who is ruining elements of his past and trying to control the future, at least what's said about him as he uh, approaches his own demise, the voice in my head uh, was in predominantly that of Barry Shepard. Wow. And that traces back to my past and mm. our shared past in a way because mm. as a kid growing up here in, in Newcastle and I'd go with my darling mum to the Hunter Valley Theatre Company back when we had a professional mm. theatre company yeah. and uh, which was a joy to go there and one of those people you would see on the stage is none other than Barry Shepherd mm. in the late 80s and early 90s. Oh, you mm-hmm. would have been a, a, what, a teenager, a tween at that oh. point in time. <laughs> Barry. Oh, me? Yeah, you. I'm talking about you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, um, you, uh, yeah. Thank you, Tracy, but yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> so it, th- that was the extraordinary thing. Mm. And back then, I was really lucky, Trace, in that with my first play that I wrote uh, called Blind, which went on to be produced, but um, it had a reading here. The 
theatre company, Hunter Valley Theatre Company, read it and very kindly the artistic director of the time offered a reading. And at that time, the production that was on the Playhouse stage was David Williamson's Sons of Cain. And among the cast was Grant Dodwell, formerly oh, wow, a country, a country practice, practice. Yeah, yeah. who uh, did the reading for me, uh, or was involved in mm. the reading. And the fellow actor playing opposite Grant Dodwell was a really good actor who I was excited at the prospect of reading my new play. His name was Barry Shepherd. Well, Grant Dodwell turned up to the reading the shepherd guy didn't turn up. Oh, that'd be right. Yeah. He was too good. He, well, was, look, he was Dave from Bow Repairs. He was I, too no, good for well, that. Not, not then I wasn't. But uh, look, I didn't know anything uh, about yeah. the reading. Here we go. Scott, yeah. oh, he, he keeps telling you that yeah. I declined to turn up. <laughs> I didn't even know, know about it. Do you not know who I am? I didn't know about it. Uh, particularly, particularly, well, particularly knowing what I know about your plays now, I would have. But uh, yeah, no, I had no idea that reading was on. So here we are 30 years later, Trace. Two wonderful things have taken place. I had a reading back then and thought any day now a player might have been put on in Newcastle. It's taken 30 years. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, I have got the man... The main man. The main man inhabiting the main character in this play. I thought I'd better be involved in this uh, production because it's it's a bit worrying when somebody comes up and says to you, look, uh, I I wrote this because I had your voice in my head. And I, oh, oh, no pressure there. Why are you using that voice for me? Oh, I don't know. Sorry, yeah. I'll have to think. Why why am I using that voice? Anyway, um, but yeah. um, He's making me sound. Yeah. What's he doing to him? I don't yeah. know. Look, forget it. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's yeah. And I, we know what he's like. We love him. <laughs> Sorry, Baz, what were you saying? <laughs> we'll so I walked up and went, oh, I've written this play for but, you. Y- yes. Sorry. Yeah, but, yeah, no, no, but yeah. But, uh, well, I did feel somewhat obliged, I yes, must I, admit. Yes, yeah, I bet you did. Um, because he's but, not letting you live it down, is he? No, no, he's not. Jeez, no. 30 years he, later. He doesn't let me get away with anything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, but when I read the play, I was, I was well, floored. I mean, I, I just loved it. There were little things that, you know, because I'd had a lot of experience, you pick up a script and you're reading through it and you're sort of, you know, expecting maybe this will happen or that'll happen. And he kept surprising me all the way through. Um, and it was, and I enjoyed that. I thought, oh, this is a really um, theatre lover's play. Um, and uh, I, you know, said, yeah, well, your next step is to hear it. Because at that stage, you know, the poor man had spent ages with my voice in his head, mm. uh, but no other voices. Wow, that would have... Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I uh, am a bit concerned yeah. that you, the Barry Shepherd's yeah. voice in your head, but anyway. Mm. Uh, yes, yeah, so I thought, well, look, I better change the the, uh, the the frequency there. And he needed to hear people mm. actually reading it, even, yeah. even me, you know, the real, the up-to-date voice. But anyway, yeah, so mm. we organised a reading and, well, as I say, the rest is history. Yeah. It's now now in production, which is great. And uh, Barry recommended, obviously, Newcastle Theatre Company, yeah. um, just an incredible, incredible organisation. And, yeah. uh, you know, your director's not a slouch either. You've got Claire Williams um, yeah. directing. Two directing. wonderful directors in, in Claire and who believed in the play from the mm. get-go and has done so much for it. And uh, an amazing 
co-director, they worked so well together, mm. uh, called Philip Ross. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they're two beautiful human beings, two very caring and nurturing directors, and uh, certainly from a playwright's point of view, and oh, seem yeah. to care and nurture the actors as well. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Which is no mean yep, feat yep, for anyone. Yeah, no. they, yes, they, they, they push us, but they also protect us. That's um, it's good. Re- it's really interesting, I, you know, knowing a few things that I don't think they n- know I know um, about what's going on, but, uh, yeah, they're... <laughs> What do you know that they know? There's no one listening. Don't worry about it. This is not going to go up on. This is not going to go up onto the podcast. Zip. No, no. But they are. Don't you hate when he does that? How? Here's the big question, Scott. How biopic is this? Or is it completely from your imagination? Yeah, it is completely from the imagination. Other than that starting point of all of us are on that same journey. We're all heading towards end of life. Mm. Um, So it is a play about life and death. It is a play Mm. about ageing, how we approach ageing. It's about how do we reconcile the past Mm. um, and what we can do to leave a decent legacy without literally hiring someone to write and put uh, fabricated words together Mm. to rewrite the past. You cannot rewrite the past no matter how much you try. Mm. And so... Uh, it was looking at all of those things. So is it a bio bio story? Uh, it is to the extent that I'm a human being who's lived a few years now and has had um, shortcomings, failings, questionings, challenges, and throwing it all together. But I'm hardly on a solitary journey mm. there. So it is a play about all of us and yeah. the journey that we're all on. And hopefully, as you point out, there are some um, there's some uh, heavy moments in it, but it's heavy moments, I hope, with levity as well, with uh, comedy mm. and with the likes of Mr. Shepherd and the other cast members who are, are brilliant at getting that balance right and and delivering the comedy because, you know, even in the darkest moments we find comedy. We do, yeah. We do, and yeah. often it helps us through those moments. Did you yeah. find anything biopic in it for yourself? Did you Do you find being this character, being Dan, do you find it biopic at all? Uh, no, no. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably closer to uh, yeah, needing a eulogy than, uh, than <laughs> Scott is. Um, but, yeah, no, I haven't really sort of contemplated that sort of area of my life. But it's just, yeah, it's one of those occasions for an actor where really the character is very different to me. Mm. And um, that's really good to sort of get out there and, mm. and push that. So I'm really in, in, enjoying that aspect. And and I think the great thing about the play, I mean, you, <coughs> excuse me, we've talked about, yeah, dark moments in mm. it and all that sort of stuff. But Scott has introduced subject matter without having to put the audience through being exposed to an incident mm. that so is no talked, yeah, mm. no, talked mm. about in the play. Mm. The incident happened years ago so yeah the audience is not confronted by facing that but they're very much confronted with thinking about such an incident and and how would they react Mm. to it and it's 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 a lot about love and and forgiveness yeah and and the play ends in in a in a way that allows the audience to give it away no 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 flow out of the 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 theater and 
talk about such incidents. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. And as I say, without actually having to what I mean, I'm, this is not about domestic violence, but mm. just as use that as an example. Mm. I mean, if you do a show about domestic violence, the last thing you really want is to see domestic violence up on stage. Mm. I mean, you know, you don't want to be confronted by that. No. But uh, so the play really does a great job in that regard. Mm. Um, talks about a subject without having to throw it in your face. Claire, Claire has this lovely saying that um, the third act of this play takes place in the foyer afterwards. Mm. And, I, and that's the sign of a great a great play, a great musical, a great anything. Mm. If you walk away and you are continuing to think about it, that's the sign of something great. Yeah, and the beautiful thing for me, I, I selfishly said it's all, you know, I love the fact that after 30 years I finally got a play on in Newcastle, but what I really love, it takes me back to how it used to be in Newcastle. Yes, we've got all these wonderful little grassroots mm. independent companies, but to be doing something that is all homegrown, which reminds me of how it was it is, at the Hutter Valley, Valley Theatre Theatre Company, yeah. where I got one of the icons of, of Newcastle, mm. the acting fraternity here in, in Barry, playing this role, and in no small part is the reason why it is on stage. Mm. Uh, you've got other great local actors, you've got local directors performing this play, this new play written by a proudly Novocastrian writer, mm. um, and it's telling a universal story. It's not a local story. It's a lo mm. it's a, a story about all of us. But the fact it's played out and nurtured and happening here in Newcastle, it makes me think, ah, thank goodness for the Hunter Valley Theatre Company all those years ago, yeah. sitting in that darkened space with other Novocastrians, mm. and it allows for a boy to dream and then to go on and work with fellow... Newcastle it is. Um, it's just incredible because obviously um, I, I wasn't around for Hunter Valley Theatre Company. I mean, I was around, but I, I didn't go there. But a Too very, young. Yeah, exactly. I, I, in my mum's womb, not. Um, a very, very dear friend of mine, um, long-time friend, um, used to always talk about it, Helen Duncan. Oh, yeah, Helen. Yes, yeah. Helen used to always talk about the Hunter Valley Theatre Company and, you know, all of the people that came out of there. You yeah. know, you're talking the Jonathan Biggins, you're yep. talking um, Mikey Robbins, yep. you know, Tony Squires. You're talking yep. some John, big, John Doyle. Exactly. You're talking yeah. some big, big names that, that came Shepherd. through. I was just about to <laughs> no, say no, exactly no, that. No, I'm not a big name. Celia Island is another yeah. one that yeah. pops into my mind. And you think... Where are those coming? You know, where are they mm. coming from now? Where yeah. are we? Where are we? And I know that uh, you know Daniel Stoddart over at uh, Hunter Dry. He's doing an incredible job, incredible yes. job, um, and starting to you know bring that all back for us. But mm. you're absolutely right. The Newcastle Theatre Company is a very unique organisation, yeah. and it allows locals to do exactly what you're doing, Scott, yeah, and, and so show lucky. show exactly what we've got coming out of here in the Hunter. Yeah, I'm just so sad. It's taken thirty <coughs> years. Well, yeah, thank you. It <laughs> won't be thirty for the next one. You promise. <laughs> For in Newcastle. Well, I hope not. I, 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 no, it won't be. Mm. Um, it, there'll be another one on its way, and uh, it won't be. But I love the fact in this little room, a uh, little building in Lambton, in Devitra Street, Lambton, mm. uh, the Newcastle Theatre Company just does these amazing things. It's just mm. wonderful. It really is. And, and a huge congratulations to uh, to Claire, yep. to Michael Blacksland, to everybody who's involved over there. It really is just incredible. Now, if we want to see the rest is silence, if yes. we want to see. Um, What's inside your head, and Barry <laughs> Shepherd bring it out? Oh dear! Uh, there is just scary. so there is so scary. much to be to be <laughs> examined with you on that. There yeah. really, really I, oh. I love you dearly, but you've got me thinking now. Your 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 inner voice is Barry Shepherd. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I wonder what Helen thinks about that, Barry. <laughs> Oh, Helen, well, well, Helen's Barry's wife, by the yeah, way. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, yeah. Um, well, well, she she 
I don't, yeah, I'm not sure what she thinks about that because she gets she's seen the she play, gets though. my voice in the head every day every day, day. Yeah, every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah live but yeah. she's seen the play. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, she very much liked it. Yeah. I was going to say, what has been the reaction to uh, of your fa- both of your families to, to watching this? And, and as we say, it's everybody's story. Mm. It's everyone's story. What's the reaction been? The lovely thing is uh, um, from those who don't know any of us mm. and they've said lovely things and they've said come up and said thank you after mm. the play, which is so gratifying Mm. that they've sat there in that darkened room for two hours just over two hours and gone on this journey and then to say thank you at the end Mm. means a lot and they love Barry's performance and the others what about you Baz? Um, Yeah well the family uh, responded to it very well Um, I have a daughter who is one of those marginally annoying people who (laughs) you can come out of a movie and they're able to repeat all of the great, you know, lines and jokes out of the film that you've just watched and you struggle to think of, you know, the name of the film and and she's got it all. That's age, babe. Very, no, it's been all all my life has been like this. Um, But she, yeah, she has great observational skills and a really good memory and, uh, yeah, she's already given me a few notes but... uh, yeah, oh, very, God bless her. Very much liked mm. it. I mean, you know, when I say notes, I mean just comments about the thing, not, not, uh, you know, yeah, how to make this better. But um, no, the good response. And just, just as, as Scott has mentioned, you know, I get out into the foyer after the show and pe- people have wanted to, yeah, talk about the, 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 the issues and, mm. and that sort of thing. Um, it's, it's really rewarding to have that sort of thing happen, to know that the effort you've made to put that on stage has, has been responded to by uh, an audience that uh, yeah, loves, loves talking Especially about Especially after yeah. COVID. It's oh. that yeah, sense yeah. of community, of mm. communication, of talking, mm. of sharing. Of seeing each other again. in person. Yeah, it's mm. just There's yeah, only so much Skype you can do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this play on Zoom would not work. It would not, no, no, no not no. at all. Okay, so if we want to go and see it, how do we do it and how long is it on for? It's on until October 22, which is Saturday week. Yep. So this week we've got Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, Saturday at 8, Sunday at 2. And then next week it's Wednesday, Friday, Saturday at 8. And the easiest way um, is to go online and, uh, you know, uh, go to NTC Newcastle Theatre Company, and you can buy your tickets. Uh, if you don't, if you you know, if you can't get online, um, uh, I'm, ooh, I don't know the phone number. But anyway, yeah. but, look, if you look up Newcastle Theatre Company's yeah. website, NewcastleTheatreCompany.com.au, you can also find their Facebook group. You'll be able to find uh, all of the information about this fantastic, fantastic play. It is called "The Rest Is Silence" by Scott Bevan, and starring the incredible Barry Shepherd, and directed by Claire Williams and Philip Ross. If if you go and see one play this year, if you go and support one part of theatre this year, please, please get along and uh, and have a look at this play. It is quite, quite phenomenal. It is the Newcastle Theatre Company. Thank you so much for your time, gentlemen. It's been so lovely to lovely see you. To see I, you I too, could Trace. just talk to you for the next three well, hours, been, but I'd probably get in trouble. It's been great to catch up, Tracy. I haven't seen you for a while, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah um, Thank you for having I'm us. I'm a bit older, but you don't look a day older. <laughs> <laughs> what about me? 
You, you never change. You never look any different. <laughs> yeah, I, I want my, whatever I fountain of that. youth you two are having, yeah. you could bottle my, it and sell it to women. My response is, oh, did I look this old years ago? <laughs> yeah. No, Santa Claus is ageless. You know oh, that. Yes. Well, you yes. know that. Uh, thank you, Tracy. Oh, yeah. yeah, thanks a lot, Tracy. My pleasure. That is uh, The Rest is Silence at the Newcastle Theatre Company. Get on and grab your tickets now. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. It's wonderful to have you with us this morning. Newcastle in the Morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.